Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation for a healthy mind, body, and spirit. I am Dr. Susan Plank, and today we're going to dive into how to take care of your Hashimoto's disease naturally. How to take care of your Hashimoto's naturally. I'm going to be sharing tips strategies to help you prioritize your wellness and live your best life. So grab a pen and some paper. Let's get ready to explore the thyroid and Hashimoto's. Right before we do that, though, don't forget upcoming, general reminder, my upcoming webinar a week from today, Wednesday, February 22nd, 6 p.m., Mysteries of the thyroid. I'm going to be putting it all together for you. Testing, information, symptoms, medication, more of like today, what can you do naturally? Do you have to take medication the rest of your life? What the heck is going on? What can you do to start to take control? I also want to let you know that you can find this information on my website, norwinwellness.com, norwinwellness.com. So, I've been talking about thyroid. You guys have been responding. You guys are very, very active. You know, like, hey, the natural way is the right way. I want to have more energy. Maybe it's my thyroid, right? My hair is thinning. You guys know this stuff. You could probably, you could probably give me a lecture on it. But I want to take it a step further for you. So the month of March, I'm going to have the 28 days to a healthier you. We're going to get after inflammation, get some weight off, and conquer autoimmunity. So trust me, if you're out there and you're gassy, bloated, constipated, you're, you're tired, you're fatigued, you've got, you know, weight that you just can't get the shift, you tried keto, you tried this, and or because a lot of these things are coupled with Hashimoto's, right, rheumatoid arthritis, other autoimmune disorders and diseases, this is perfect for you. We're going to, as a group program, clean up the diet, right, and we're going to get things in 28 days, get you feeling better than you have in ages. If you have been diagnosed with one of these things, or you, like I said, you can't get the weight off, or you just don't know what to do, maybe you've listened and you thought, oh, maybe I should work with a nutritionist, now's your chance. And the first 10 people that sign up get free supplements, over $100 worth of supplements free, and that's the, the whole 28 days doesn't cost that much, folks. So, again, norwinwellness.com, norwinwellness.com. The first 10 that sign up get over $100 worth of free supplements, and that is 
uh, more than what I'm charging for the program. So, okay, so let's, uh, let's jump in here. How to care for Hashimoto's naturally. Now, Hashimoto's is a diagnosis. You know, if you got the diagnosis, you need some information, here's the scoop. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disorder. Autoimmune, meaning it's driven by inflammation, which is exactly what we want to knock out, right? Weight gain, driven by auto, uh, inflammation. Cancer, driven by inflammation. All autoimmune disorders, driven by inflammation. Do you see why I want to beat inflammation? It is considered the number one reason that so many people are diagnosed with hypothyroidism is Hashimoto's. I find that interesting because statistically not a lot of docs necessarily order the test to check for the Hashimoto's antibodies, but research is saying, hey, they are. But, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll give research this one. And, folks, I want you to know, Ladies, Hashimoto's is five to eight times more likely to occur in women than in men. And if you unfortunately are dealing with one autoimmune condition, chances are there's another one brewing. You can have more than one the longer life goes on. So this is why We've got to get after the inflammation. So why? Why why more women? You know, honestly, the exact reason, it's, it's just not clear. It's really not clear for Hashimoto's why, you know, that many more women, five to eight times more women than men. But there's a couple theories. One is hormonal changes, okay, um, especially around menopause. We've talked before. Women sort of hit this, like, you know, whoop, done, right? Just a date and time. One month they have a cycle, the next month, nope, I'm done, right? Done. Guys, their hormones decrease over time. In their mid-30s it starts. So it's much more gradual. For women, holy moly, all of a sudden hormones are sort of gone and everything changes like overnight, okay? So there's another theory that it can be a genetic predisposition, so those of you, like in my family, my grandmother had a goiter, right? Uh, she had a thyroid issue. My mother had a thyroid issue. I do not, right? I do not. I keep checking. I sort of expect that there's this genetic component. It's going to pop up, but I haven't seen it, right? So, again, uh, what are the factors? Because genetics can go along fine, and then they get triggered, Right? They get triggered, okay? The other thing is environmental factors, exposure to toxins, stress. This plays a role. It does. It, these, these folks, that are, the, these things that I'm telling you about today, folks, it's not just, it, it's classic for Hashimoto's, but in all honesty, it's everything. It's every diagnosis, every condition. We need to stop and look at all these different levels. So, you know, I hope you guys know it's, it's not just, oh, A plus B equals C, right? Medicine doesn't work that way. It, people can have the same symptoms, be the same age, the same sex, the same background, the same family, 
and somebody gets something and somebody doesn't. Right? So we've got to look at these lifestyle factors. That's why lifestyle factors, what you're eating, uh, what your stress levels are, how's your sleep, where are your hormone levels, that's why these are all so important. It's the individual aspects of your life, of your lifestyle. That's what personalized medicine is. We're looking at you specifically and how your needs might be different from somebody else's and possibly even in the same family, okay? So we need to look at toxins and stress and toxins. I've talked about a little bit heavy metals, and actually they're very high in dark chocolate. So if you, if you miss that, please head over to my, my blog at Norwin Wellness, and you'll want to you wanna catch that because everybody thinks, ah, dark chocolate, no sugar, I can eat as much as I want, right? I always have this saying, beep, 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 back up the truck. I can eat as much as I want. No, you can't because it's very high in heavy metals, okay? Hashimoto's is inflammation. Hashimoto's is inflammation. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disorder. It means your immune system mistakenly attacks your healthy tissue, in this case, your thyroid the immune system is attacking the thyroid and it causes inflammation in the thyroid gland, which is right in the front of the neck. Okay? Now, this inflammation can cause symptoms, fatigue and weight gain, muscle aches, right? These sort of vague symptoms. But one of the main symptoms of Hashimoto's is hypothyroidism. But here's the thing. Just because you have Hashimoto's antibodies does not mean that you're a hypothyroid. This is, there's the disconnect here. It doesn't mean that. Hashimoto's is inflammation. What's the full name of it? Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Itis, I-T-I-S, pancreatitis, inflammation of the pancreas, right? Tonsillitis, inflammation of the tonsils, okay? Thyroiditis, inflammation of the thyroid. We don't need to throw a hormone at an inflammation issue. It doesn't make common sense to do that. But guess, <laughs> guess where that happens? A lot of medical offices every day of every year for decades, okay? Not even, the antibodies are not even necessarily being tested. Oh, low TSH, must be Hashimoto's. Here's your script. Here's the medicine you're going to take for the rest of your life, and we're going to play around with the dose, okay? Inflammation triggers your immune system to attack the healthy tissue. That's classic of any autoimmune disorder, for people with Hashimoto's, means the immune system attacks their thyroid gland and causes the inflammation. This inflammation now is causing these other symptoms. But when the inflammation is identified early enough, there's not much damage. See, the longer inflammation goes on anywhere in the body, it causes damage. 
arthritis in your knees and hips, inflammation. Okay? Hashimoto's thyroiditis, inflammation in your thyroid. The longer it's there and undiagnosed, the more damage it's doing to your thyroid. And that damage is what can potentially make the need that you need thyroid hormone replacement. The more the thyroid is damaged, so again, it's a process. If you catch things early in the process, now we treat it like inflammation. And we have very specific things we're going to talk about to tackle inflammation. But if nobody looks for it and your symptoms get blown off and it's 3, 5, 12 years later, you're complaining, Doc, I'm fatigued. My nails are brittle. My hair's falling out. You know, I'm constipated. I feel like a slug. Twelve years later, uh, you know, do you think there's some damage being done in that length of time? Absolutely. So we always want to catch these things earlier. That's the whole point, right, of natural, of finding the root cause. You find the root cause, now you can nip it. And it's not medication-related for the rest of your life. So the good news is that there are ways to treat Hashimoto's that can help reduce the inflammation in your body. So a combination of these lifestyle, individual lifestyle changes, diet changes, dietary supplements, can help ease some of these symptoms. Okay? So we're slowing down the progression. Inflammation causes a lot of heart attacks. If we identify the inflammation, we slow down the process. Instead of it being three years, hey, we're hoping for 30 years, right, before that heart attack happens. We want to knock inflammation back. So here's some important steps. Avoid grains. Avoid grains. There's some debate among healthcare providers and nutrition experts regarding whether grains should be avoided in individuals with Hashimoto's. Well, some believe that grains can contribute to systemic overall inflammation, which negatively impacts guts, right, and gut health. Others believe it's part, grains are part of a healthy diet. But again, it's not personalized, right? We can make these big general big general recommendations, but you're not going to know it helps unless you try it or you do the food testing to find out what is causing the inflammation. So it's important to consider individual tolerance and the impact of specific grains on someone's body. So, for example, gluten-containing grains, wheat, barley, rye, right, they can cause digestive symptoms in folks and increase inflammation in some individuals with Hashimoto's, right? So if you got the diagnosis of Hashimoto's and you also have some gut symptoms, we've got to start making some connections. So we want to make sure we have a plan that works for you. If you have Hashimoto's, it's important to consider the role of diet, right? Managing your symptoms. And this is where personalized nutrition comes in. 
because we might have things with that genetic component, but in one family, the symptoms can be very different. Somebody might have nodules. Somebody might have no symptoms and be fine thyroid function, and somebody else might be Hashimoto's, or somebody else might have had their thyroid removed. So we got to make sure that we look at the gut, right? Treat the gut. Gut health is a common concern in any autoimmune disorder. It's one of the main things that I look at with someone's weight. Folks, I started off because of my mom specializing in the digestive system. And as I did these programs helping people with the digestive system, guess what? They all started losing weight. And their inflammation decreased. So the answer is within reach. Okay? So if you have any autoimmune, any autoimmune disorder, you've got to look at your gut. You've got to look at what, what's going on there. Is it leaky gut? Leaky gut syndrome, a damaged gut lining, which allows particles such as undigested food, toxins, bacteria to enter the bloodstream. This causes inflammation and triggers the immune system, right? Making a reaction. And that can cause Hashimoto's or some other autoimmune disorder. Microbiome imbalances imbalances in the gut microbiome, such as an overgrowth of harmful bacteria or yeast, right? This can contribute to autoimmune conditions. It can also promote systemic inflammation. When it's in the gut, folks, it's not just staying in the gut. Sooner or later, it goes everywhere. Food sensitivities, food sensitivities and intolerance, they really are one of the the root causes of the leaky gut. And they're a root cause of what's causing inflammation in the gut. So gassy, bloated, use of an acid, right? Feeling puffy all the time. Oh, I just, no matter what I eat, no matter what I eat, I feel miserable. You've got to find out what it is. What's the cause? Nutritional deficiencies. Certain Nutritional deficiencies, such as vitamins and minerals, are important for thyroid hormone synthesis. And so without these being there, the person has a hard time even making enough thyroid hormone, which that's going to be, end up being inflammatory. So I want you to think about this, right? I want you to think about these things. Again, Hashimoto's is inflammation. I just gave you four reasons what can cause inflammation. So any of you listening that have been diagnosed with Hashimoto's or any autoimmune disorder has your primary doc, has any, has any specialist talk to you about leaky gut? Have they talked to you about it? Have they mentioned leaky gut syndrome? Have they talked to you about microbiome imbalances? Have they talked to you about food sensitivities? Have they even pondered with you, hey, maybe you have some nutritional deficiencies? I hate to say it, but I'm betting the answer is going to be no. And so for this reason, I want you to consider sort of going outside the typical medical realm and go to a functional nutritionist, a functional provider. 
if you want to, you can hop on the thyroid medication train. It's 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 cruising past. It's gonna it's 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 probably cruise past your family at some point. Hop on if you want to. Oh, my insurance is going to cover the medication. Well, hop on that hop on that train. But once you ride that train for too many stops, you now can't make the decision. Oh, this train has taken me to a place I don't want to go. It's very, very hard once you are on that train for a while to now hop off and do things naturally. So I'm always a fan of do no harm. Go naturally first. Medication can always be a choice, but first do no harm. Avoid inflammatory foods. So what kind of foods are we talking about, right? Processed, packaged. They're usually high in sugar, the unhealthy fats, right? Artificial ingredients, colors. They're the old colorings. They're the ones that I'm talking about, that the heavy metals. They're going to be in packaged, prepackaged foods. All those trigger inflammation in the body. Definitely gluten-containing grains, but I am a fan. I am a fan, and in this this uh, 28-day program in, in March, I want to I want to do as much as I can. Work with folks to get away from grains. I want to give you recipes. I want to be there to support you. Right? How are you making out? What do we need to look at? How are you feeling? I want you feeling better in taste. Could you imagine if you've been fighting the fatigue and the weight gain? some of these meds and autoimmunity, I want you feeling better in taste. You know, we do a lot of testing, so we see a lot of gluten. We see a lot of dairy, unfortunately, too. We see a lot of dairy sensitivities. So there's people out there, oh, I'm getting my probiotic from my yogurt. Guess what? It's a dairy. You might be getting the probiotic, but you're also getting inflammation if you're sensitive to it. Fried and fatty foods. Very unhealthy, right? Deep fried. And that can contribute to inflammation as well in your body. In addition to those, some folks with Hashimoto's also can experience inflammation from soy products, nightshade vegetables. If you don't know what that is, it's things like tomatoes, peppers, eggplant. Okay? So, again, it's important to note that not all individuals with Hashimoto's will experience information from all of these foods. What works for one person might not work for another person. But this is the beauty of when you work with someone, right? You sort of cut through all that. You save yourself some time. You get the testing done. You save yourself how much time, how long would it take you to realize, oh, I grow tomatoes every year, and every time in the fall, my symptoms get worse. Right? we got to start to connect the dots. I want you to get enough supporting nutrients. There's vitamins and minerals that play an important role in thyroid function. Iodine. Iodine's essential for the production of thyroid hormones. Selenium. Selenium is required for the activation of T4 into T3, the more active. Zinc. 
zinc's involved in the production and activation of thyroid hormones. B12, you need it for the nervous system, red blood cells, and also hypothyroidism. Vitamin D also helps regulate metabolism. And so there's thyroid cofactors and some important thyroid cofactors, iron, vitamin A, vitamin E, and the B vitamins. Now here's the thing about iodine. There is a connection between excessive iodine intake and increased risk of developing Hashimoto's. Okay? It's important to have enough an adequate amount of iodine for proper thyroid function. It's actually iodine is what your, your body makes the thyroid hormones out of. So you need sufficient. But trust me, folks, I, I don't know. It, it's a little crazy in the Berg. Uh, I, I've seen folks with extraordinary levels, extraordinary. So this is what sometimes when it scares me that, too many supplements or a lot of supplements that contain a little bit of iodine add up to a lot of iodine. And guess what it does? It can shut down your thyroid, but it also can actually open you up to Hashimoto's. Goiter, not something you hear a lot of anymore, but there used to be a goiter belt across the United States. The goiter, which is this abnormal swelling of the thyroid gland, it's right in the front of the neck, it can develop when the thyroid gland's not functioning properly, either because it's producing too little or too much hormone. And in some cases, a goiter can also develop because of a deficiency in iodine. Okay? So again, we want just right, not too little, not too much, just right for iodine. Now, here's the thing. Sea salt. Sea salt does not have iodine. That's the whole reason we have iodized salt. They took salt, the goiter belt, across the United States, and they said, what are we going to do about it? We're going to put iodine in salt. Sea salt does not contain iodine. Iodine is an essential trace element, not in sea salt. Okay? Iodized salt, not sea salt. Not Himalayan sea salt. Okay? No iodine in that either. So, again, don't make the correlation of all salts are the same. They're not. Especially if you're using it as a source for iodine. Okay, the Himalayan sea salt, it's pure, it's an unrefined salt. It's harvested from sort of ancient salt deposits found in the Himalayan mountains. And it's considered, it's considered to be free of chemicals or pollutants, but it's not a source of iodine. Most table salts are iodized, meaning they contain iodine, but it's better to know than to guess. You have to see it when you go pick up the blue, what is it, Morton salt, right? It's going to say iodized on it, usually in yellow print on the package. If you're worried about your thyroid, you have a low iodine level, that's what you need. You want to back up the truck with iodine, okay? 
So, all right, folks, we're coming to a close here. So, again, webinar, free webinar on the thyroid, Mysteries of the Thyroid. Go to norwinwellness.com, norwinwellness.com, and register. It's free next Wednesday at 6 p.m. And otherwise, if you're interested, go check it out. Again, norwinwellness.com, uh, the uh, the uh, the program in March. I'm really very excited about it. 28 days to a healthier you, beat inflammation, shed the weight, and conquer autoimmunity. So let's get it done. Let's get it done together. Thanks so much, everybody. God bless you all. I'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.